HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. My name is Brandon Hoy, co-owner of Roberta's, a super duper awesome place. Roberta's is a very, 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 very proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border, coast to coast, and all the ships at sea. Streaming live from the County of Kings, Brooklyn, New York City, on the Heritage Radio Network. Are you ready for the fastest half hour on the internet today? It's the Mike and Judy Show. Spanning the globe for high-minded hijinks and low-brow kicks to bring you the best in sex, drugs, rock and roll, and nuclear fission. They're too bad for radio and too good-looking for television. And now, here they are. America's last best hope to make the internet safe for absolutely no one. Two people who will do pretty much anything for a pizza. Your host, Mike Edison and Judy McGuire. It's our special Valentine's Day extravaganza. Can you feel the love? Oh, there's so much love in this room. It's the love generation. I'm so excited about our special Valentine's today. We've got heartbreak. Uh, because Valentine's Day, as a, a dating advice columnist, this is like my birthday. This is, this is your busy season. It's my busy season. <laughs> it really is. Um, and nothing's more annoying than hearing about people who are really happy in love because fuck them. You know, like nobody <laughs> well, wants Judy, to. Judy, I put you a Valentine. Oh, I, I choo choo choose you. It's, it's going to be. <laughs> Here's your Valentine. Thank big... you. So the lesson is Valentine sucks until somebody gives you something. Well, I have Valentine's for everyone here, too. And Lambrusco, which is like a delicious, fizzy, reddish. I tried to find you a little stuffed kitten with a heart, but all they had was monkeys and squirrels. And, you know, it was terrible. (laughs) Well, I'll pass out my Valentine's later, which do pale in comparison. Um, But we have Peg Simone, an old friend of mine. Who's going to break our hearts, I'm sure of it. She's going to break our hearts. She writes a, a really good sad song, which I love. 
Billy Huff from Scream Along with Billy, who was encore performance. Hey, everybody. Encore performance, and his record is coming out this week. Valentine's Day. Yay! All right. It's our breakup record. Yeah, so it was the perfect timing for him to come back. Do so you got any breakup songs, Judy? Have you broken up to any songs that now you can't listen to or, or so so painful that you can no. no longer go back to that minor threat record? Or No, I hate all my exes, so I can get just get really? angry all over again. Really? I ran into one. All of them? Yeah, pretty much. Not all of them. <laughs> but I ran into one this morning when I was out with Spiro buying our Valentine's supplies. And we, my friends used to call him Kevin with the cat on the head, his head because he had like big white boy dreadlocks, which were really gross. Not when we were dating. But yeah, I know. You I know, have I'm a not, track record of boys with dreadlocks, <laughs> Judy. I know. It's gross. But, <laughs> but the way I broke up with him was I got really mad at him. And I marched into the bar he was at. And he had a pint of Red Bull and Red Bull and vodka, which is like the tackiest drink you could drink. And I dumped it over his head in front of all of his friends. And I said, give me back my money. Give me back my keys. And, <laughs> la- and stormed out like, a, like I was on a soap opera. That's why his dreadlocks. It's because of that Red Bull and vodka. It was like, it was like magic grow for the, the white boy dreads. Who's gross. Anyway, do you guys have a good breakup story to tell us? I had a tra- very traumatic breakup, which this record, the Venice, that we're releasing actually documents almost verbatim. Um, but we were still living in the house together. This, you know, and it was one of those breakups where it wasn't mutual. It wasn't amicable. How, when it, are they ever? No, but right. Exactly. What <laughs> like, a fucking... Wait a second. I mean, am I, am I like the, the oddball here? Because I'm yes. actually friends with a lot of my ex-dates and paramours. I mean, why does it have to be so traumatic? Why does it I don't think so it traumatic? should be. I wish it wasn't. But this, this was someone who had literally started having another relationship while we were still dating, but refused to tell me about it. Uh, but just was continuing to let me pay the rent and cover the bills and buy the drugs. So I, the last like two weeks after everything had kind of come out, I used to blast Joni Mitchell's blue in the house like nonstop. And like he was so fucking terrorized. It was like, remember what, like at Waco when they blasted all that? It was like, I would play like Chelsea Girl, you know, the Nico record, every like blood on the tracks. And he was like, get me out of here. And, and it worked. That's mean. <laughs> Fuck him. That's what are you mean. talking Fuck about? Him. Seriously. You're lu- Seriously. He's lucky that Billy didn't beat the shit out of him. We're now. talking about like $3,000 in fucking like pills alone. You know? <laughs> Motherfucker. Hey, I'm pouring you a big glass of Lambrusco. A huge fucking but nothing glass. Nothing says please. love like Lambrusco on pizza. Thanks for bringing this it's all back true. up too. <laughs> well, you know, something beautiful came out of that breakup, didn't it? This record is this amazing. This record, yeah, it got it all out of my system. Thank you very much. Your Peg- other guest is very beautiful, by the way. I know she is. That's why we need a little eye candy. Mm. <laughs> Thanks for that, too. <laughs> You're both eye candy. Come on. Oh, Everyone you. loves Billy. Well, usually back in the day, women would break up for me for the same reason they were initially attracted to me. You know, because I played in a rock and roll band. Right. You know, and I was an artist. I was kind of a bohemian and a free spirit. Ooh. And um, yes, Judy, please pass the Lumbrusco. That's refreshing. <laughs> um, but now I think... Um, I've achieved some sort of like eminence grease, if that's the <laughs> phrase I'm looking for. I'm venerable, like an old building. You know, somehow I walk through that door and I'm still here. Now, you know, now people want me to play music. So having know? dated you is like a point of pride. <laughs> so a red badge of courage. Survived it. Right. A red badge of courage. Just what I wanted to be a footnote on everybody's fucking Wikipedia page, right? <laughs> awesome. But Billy, maybe you could play a song for us and describe a little bit about how much... Yeah, bring, sure. bring the pain, Billy. Bring well, the we're going to actually reach back uh, just a little bit. This was a song by the Garage Dogs, which was the punk band my brothers and I mm-hmm. were in for years and years. And, you know, we were, I was meditating on the idea of amicability. Oh, is that a word? 
Did I coin that? Amicability? I don't know, but the I Amicability like Bill Fucking Harm. I'm it. unfamiliar <laughs> with it, but... So I was thinking, you know, when you really... So for those of you who've just gone through a breakup and you're trying to figure out what kind of message, because you feel like you need to acknowledge Valentine's Day, this is a suggestion. Hindsight can kiss my ass I've wasted too much time And if the drugs haven't gotten me yet Boredom's right in line I don't like horny coming down Wiping out being sad and self-obsessed Somebody please tell her she's important Cause she's starting to get depressed Fuck you and your new life I've got plans of my own And once you cross that bridge You can never go home and love makes a poor case up against infatuation Once you see too much freedom, kills the imagination Fuck you and your new life, I got plans of my own And once you cross that bridge, you can never go home It is one of those moments though, where it's like bitterness seems like it's gonna seep up like, like bad stomach acid and completely overwhelm you and you want to, like, you want to move on. And you know you can't move on with anger. Because love and hate are not opposites, right? They're actually the same emotion, just with a different shirt. Hindsight can kiss my ass. I've wasted too much time. And if the judge haven't gotten me yet, the bottom's right here in line. I don't like only coming down, but I'll be sad and self-obsessed. Somebody please tell me I'm important Cause I'm starting to get depressed Fuck you and your new life I got the plans of my own Once you cross that bridge You can never go home And love makes a poor case Up against infatuation Once you see too much freedom Kills the imagination Fuck you and your new life I got plans of my own once you cross that bridge, you can never go home. You can never go home. I love everything I've ever heard you do. <laughs> I don't have gar- I, I have your new record, but I don't have the Garage Dog stuff, and that's I'll get you some. Amazing. I love your voice; <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh, thanks! You guys both have beautiful voices, and I'm so happy. I'm gonna pass out Valentine. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness. <laughs> awesome! I'm so excited. And tell us what you're doing for uh, Valentine's Day, Judy. Date girl. Well, um, romantic that you Mike, are. Mike, can you catch? Sure. Woo! Oh, princess! It's a Valentine. It says you're perfect. Oh, oh, thank you. Why, thank you, Judy. Bill, this is good. There's so much love on the mic. There's Judy so much. Today. I gave everyone There's a nice message. You I are great. But you are the queen of holidays, Judy. <laughs> I'm pretty. Oh, well, it's only a couple holidays, really. <laughs> but uh, you are great. That's a thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there is so much love here today. <laughs> it's a love generation. But yeah, I do love a good heartbreak story. Uh, we're going to go to see Katie Lazarus, um, Employee of the Month show. And then um, I'm going to make my boyfriend buy me an expensive dinner. Nice. Uh, usually I don't really do anything. But he's, he raised the bar. He's the only boyfriend I ever had who threw a good Valentine's. The best one was when he dressed up like Re- um, Steve Buscemi in Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> he got me like this deluxe edition of Reservoir Dogs because I really love Steve Buscemi. 
and that movie is like um, a vehicle. For <laughs> Valentine's Day is a fucking minefield, you know. It's, yeah. one, it's, it's one of those things, you know. You have to tread lightly. I, I find, if I, you know, if I'm dating someone, it's like, oh, let's not do anything special. Um, we can have dinner at home and avoid the crowds. And that's like, well, why didn't you buy me flowers? Right, right. <laughs> you know, or and when you do buy flowers, I told you not to do anything. It's 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 tricky business. You used to be ca- oh, crazy. Yeah. You have to be counterintuitive a little bit. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's uh, if you date interesting people. You know what I mean? Because I'm guessing that none of us date anybody who really wants like a traditional Valentine's Everybody, It's very like, it's much more evolved to hate Valentine's Day and see it as yeah. some sort of corporate invention. But then to skip it is also really not acceptable. Exactly. exactly. It's with our bohemian spirit, our, our punk rock, uh, you know, vibe right. to like beat up on these Hallmark holidays. Right. But, you know, avoid it at your own At risk. your peril, right. <laughs> <laughs> but the one time I knew it was over when a boyfriend got me a white teddy bear holding like a heart. That was just like, you've been with me, I have a double mohawk, and you got me a white stuffed <laughs> teddy bar, and not an ironic way. And like, Do you know like, that's a total X on five minutes before you walk in the door, yeah. present, which is another issue altogether. Yeah. The white bodega rose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you're not a crack smoker, what are you going to do with it, right? <laughs> oh, my God, we have, a, we have a caller. All right on. Caller, are you there? Hello? There's a lot of love out there in my computer. Hello? Hello? Can our first caller not be working? <laughs> Hello? 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 Who's this? Oh, are you caught? <laughs> are you, <laughs> are you, this is Lo. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Um, this is Lo of M and Lo, who have been in the advice business maybe even longer than I have. They have a new book out called 150 Shades of Play, which you can find at 150shadesofplay.com. Um, Lo, we're we're talking heartbreak here on the Valentine's show. Do you have any tips uh-huh. for getting over a really bad breakup? Oh yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Actually, Em and I we wrote a book um, uh, called The Bye, which is all about breakups. Do you and, do you believe in uh, staying friends with the ex, or do you is it like a slash and burn for you? Excuse me. Do you believe in staying friendly with the ex, or? I mean, I believe in it, but I just don't know how often that's possible. More likely, not possible. Yeah. Judy, you always but, told you me. you know, if, if both parties are incredibly mature and emotionally stable and, and you know, be, that's no they, fun. they can pull it off, but it's not going to, for the most part, it's not going to happen. What would you advise someone who's just been through a horrible breakup and now here's Valentine's Day coming up? What do you think they should do? Well... There's, there's like a, it's a several step process usually. One that requires becoming a hermit for a little while and watching terrible TV and feeling really bad and just like wallowing in the depression. Right. And I think it's okay to give every to give yourself like a week, maximum two weeks to do that. So on Where Valentine's you know, Day, should you call in sick from work? That kind of wallowing. Oh well, that's. I mean, calling in sick from work maybe the first first day after a terrible breakup, but, I mean, Valentine's Day, no, it's such a, you just have to think of it as a Hallmark holiday that was created just to sell chocolates and, and greeting cards. And make us all feel bad. That's Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so, so just but stay the, home, the, wallow. What about, yeah, what about um, drinking and drugs? You need to get, you need, you need to, oh yeah, absolutely, there needs to be heavy drinking, you need to get a fr- your best friend who will be happy to refer to your ex as fuckface and talk disparagingly about them, and 
Um, and then after that, after that period of that, the very self-indulgent, self-pitying period, um, it's time to, to get it together and, and move on and be proactive about your recovery. And maybe so, a little promiscuous, too. Yes, I like that. That's awesome. Judy, you always told um, me the best way to get over somebody is to get someone under you. Well, yeah, that's an old that's an old one. That's not that's not me. I can't take the credit for that. But so so Lo, your new book is about spicing up your sex life so you don't um, break up. Correct? Yes, yes. It's all about um, spicing up in a in a kind of kinky way, all right. a la Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> but but hopefully better written. It's better written, I mean, which is not a hard feat. Right. It's, and it's got a sense of humor, unlike Fifty Shades of Grey. And, I mean, it's got a decent sense of humor. And there's at least one gimp suit in it. All right. Well, yeah. people can find the can find out more at 100, 150 Shades of Play, right? Yeah, 150shadesofplay.com. And you can get it on Amazon and other booksellers? Yes, and you can get it in time. If you go into Amazon today or tomorrow, you can get it in time for Valentine's Day with two-day shipping or Prime. So it's a, and then we think it's a pretty fun way to round out your flowers and chocolate gift basket. I agree. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Sure, my pleasure. Have a happy Valentine's. And it's true that is, that is good advice. Yeah, that's very good. You, advice. you know when you know when um, I went to my last uh, kind of rough breakup, you were right there for me, Judy. Call calling that bitch every name in the book and well, advocating yeah. for her death. Yes, I love that. I needed to hear that. Just when I was getting a little soft, you know, honor, you're like fuck that bitch, and that's exactly what I needed to hear. I especially like because she had. I will not give away any secrets, but she had a high income salary, you know, job, high prestige, high income, and yet she borrowed hundreds of dollars from a freelance writer. <laughs> to me, that is unacceptable. Right. There's one reason to go out with like... Well, at, you know, but as she was talking, one of the things that has occurred to me as I've gotten older, and I've had a lot of time to do that, is that part of it is wanting the world to feel a little pity for you initially. Oh, that's yeah. an instinct, because I think when we're going through it, we really do feel like nobody understands the pain that we are going through, and no one can possibly have ever felt this way before. Right. And yet, I think that once you get on the other side of it, you realize that you don't really want people to pity you. Because after it, you know, calling in sick on Valentine's Day two weeks after a breakup is going to make even your best friends think you're a fucking pussy. That's <laughs> that, that is that You know is, what I mean? And so you, even if it's the hardest fucking day of your life, you need to just put on a smile and not mention it. You know what I mean? Because it's a, yeah. it's, it's not really going to help you, you know? I mean, a day off is always nice, though. A day off is great, but take two days later off, you know what I mean? And fucking go out on heroin, but just don't mention your ex, you know what I mean? The Mike and Judy show does not advocate heroin use for a breakup. No, but, but Scream Along with Billy dies, appearing at the cutting room. Is that- I'm more of a crack and bourbon guy. I am. You know. <laughs> so that's Sunday night. But Peg Simone, how do you, you you both have written great stuff inspired by breakups? Can you tell us a little bit about what you're going to play? Oh, I know you're more private than me, <laughs> Billy or Mike. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Uh, th- I'll just let the song say it all. That's that's the best. That's the best way. So I've written, classy. I've written <laughs> many heartbreak songs, and and about what you were saying. You know, don't don't talk about because you do drive all your friends away. The more you talk about your breakups, but I was um, hanging out with my friend Jesse. Kilgus, who's also a songwriter, and she said, all of the songs I write are heartbreaking. They're so sad. And I was like, but everybody relates to that. Everybody, yeah. you know, they all get it. You know, you just put it into song. Right. Yeah. Well, what are so, we going to hear? This is new. It's called um, I Shook My Head. <laughs> all right. Peg Simone. It's like when you... 
To forget your face And I shook my head to forget your name I shook my head to forget you came I shook my head and I started again Now I look in the mirror My eyes look sunk, skin used to be clearer These lines are showing up around my mouth Around the edges I feel a little rough Shook my head to forget your face I shook my head to forget your name I shook my head to forget you came I shook my head and I started again Didn't love you quite right enough Didn't have the pedigree Or the right touch Couldn't give you what You hadn't already had I guess those moments I thought were real Were in my head Told you I waited till it was right I didn't know I was wasting my time The sordid details are such a bore So now I just check my trust at the door I shook my head to forget your face shook my head to forget you came I shook my head to forget you came I shook my head and I started again That's beautiful. 
Oh, yay, the clapping noises. <laughs> yes, I like that. I, I need that in my apartment. I know. I need that like walk around. attached to my front door so yeah. someone claps. When you walk day. in that door. Yeah. Yes, Thank I'm home. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, Peg, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, oh, if you go to pegsimone.com without the www in front of it, it's a, it'll bring you to a Bandcamp page where you can find my new album, Witch Tree Road, and uh, you can download it. Or uh, you can also listen for free without downloading it. Nice. But uh, <laughs> you can have a Peg Simone dance party exactly. in your house without shelling out one thin dime. Yeah. So you can, uh, and and on that page there there are other links to YouTube and Facebook and all that. So on Valentine's Day, you can sit and stream Peg Simone and <laughs> cry, cry, drink, and, and yeah, I mean. Peg, Peg's another one. She broke up with someone. I hated him. I hate like all my well, friends' exes. Well, your friends are so awesome. I mean, who would who, who in the right mind would want to break up with Peg? Only very stupid, unworthy people. True that. Uh, and you can also I need to hear that more. Too. But you can create a bad situation because if you're venting to your friends about your ex, I mean, this used to happen like with with friends, I, you know, kids I was friends with when I was a kid. You'd come home and complain about them to your parents, and then you'd make up, right. and your parents would want nothing to do with them ever again. And your friends can be like that, you know. So I, it's I, like I might be like that. A be little. very careful, <laughs> yeah, because it's like by the time I'm breaking up with people, it's like. I, but my friends won't even speak to them anymore because I've <laughs> overused, you know. But that's the mark of a good, loyal friend, you know? Yeah, and also most of us, like, will be like, all right, I understand you had to get back together. I've certainly put my friends through it with shitty boyfriends. Right. Like, not in the past eight <laughs> years, of course. Do you have a limit, though? I find that I, I, I really will only go through two breakups with somebody. I, I will not be your go-to person if you're just going to have this weird, like, makeup sex yeah. third, ritual. Third time is not the charm. Yeah, not with the same person. Yeah. You can break up with different people. That's fine. I'm there every time. Right. But it's like, if you're in one relationship, you know what I mean? I will yeah, go through right. it twice. And the third time, you have to find <coughs> somebody. You know? That's a good policy. I'm actually uh, uh, coming up on number three with one friend. And just tell him, fuck off. No. Yeah. Call me when you've moved out. Right. Yeah, but even the second time, coming back the second time, I mean, the sex better be fucking fantastic. Right, exactly. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and prizes. Like, you should get prizes. Have you ever had to do that, though, where you, st- where you start fucking your ex again, but you know you can't tell any of your friends? Because I actually have one now that I still fuck, and nobody can... Kn- oh, shit. <laughs> oh. You know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I have such a big mouth, though. I always tell people, because it's just, like... That way, if you if you tell people, like, it's like, you're as sick as your secrets. Like, if you tell people, I can't believe I did this incredibly gross, stupid thing. But Judy, you're my consigliere. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, you're less inclined Oy, to keep it up. Oh, my consigliere is a yenta. Can you write a song called My Consigliere is a Yenta? I, you know, I probably could, you know? <laughs> Come on, Peg, tell us the truth. Did you ever fuck an ex and you couldn't tell anybody you were fucking him again? Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> Why is it the best sex we have is with the most toxic people? I know that's crazy related. people are good and bad. I know, but it's yeah. so, so like, true. Why are those people that are so good for us just so, like, vanilla, you know? Well, you know what? I found that there was this one Lithuanian I was obsessed with for like a million years. He was so psychotic. My hugest friend was afraid of him. This guy looked like the guy who, my friend, Steve, who, he was huge and he would be afraid of no one. But this guy was like my height and little. And Steve was like, I can't even be around him. He's so crazy. But then I figured out it's like this chemistry experiment going on in his head. Like all these crazy chemicals are coming out and they're just sucking me in and there was no sanity involved. Wow. No, I know the feeling. It's you crazy. spell. I was under his spell. I was digmatized. Right. That's good. I like that. That's Michael K too. I love him. 
Um, but well, so let's hear another song from Billy. I think we have we have time for one more. Yeah, um, I think we got time for another. Quickie. Absolutely, Let, wait. Let's let's figure. Out, let's tell everyone where so, they can find and, you. And come on down to see you this week at the cutting. Room. Oh sure, yeah. We're doing our big CD release party at the cutting room this Saturday night, the sixteenth, eight thirty p.m. You can get tickets online or at the door. Got Michael Cunningham, Lily Taylor, Gordon Gano, the Garage Dogs. It's going to be retarded fun. Oh, and a rabbi, Rabbi Dan that I, I met on the oh, show is going to be a part of the fucking show. That's right. So uh, just, I tell you, get your twenty bucks for it that night. The Mike and Judy show is just the stairway to the exactly, stars. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And then uh, our album Venice is available everywhere Valentine's Day thank you so much oh, I, I can't wait this has been the best Valentine's show ever I love the pizza and Labrusco Judy thank you so much happy Valentine's Day and for all Day. the candy and um, why don't I do another song for Billy and uh, maybe we'll go out with an, uh, another heartbreaker from Peg when Billy's done how about that cool I'll keep it quick oh uh, you know what no 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 you go no. do you know what why don't we do a duet do you know Love Hurts the Jay Giles song or the, you know yeah you know what I don't know it on guitar, but I'll try I'll it. I'll play it. Why don't you just sing it with me? Ready? Okay. Perfect Excellent. for Valentine's Day. All right. It's the Mike and Judy Show. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Don't be killing yourselves. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> love hurts. Love scars. Love wounds. And Mars. Google it. Any heart. Not tough nor strong enough to take a lot of pain. Take, take a, a lot, lot of pain. pain. Love is like a cloud, holds a lot of rain. Love Come on, everybody. Yeah, same I'm one. young and I know, but even so, I know a thing or two. I learned from you. I really learned a lot. I really Love is like a flame Burns you when it's high Love hurts Love hurts Some Togetherness some fools fool themselves, I guess, but they're not fooling me. I know it isn't true. I know it isn't true. Love is just a lie, made to make you blue. Love hurts. Impromptu duet. Thank you so much, <laughs> Peg Simone, Billy Huff, Scream Along with Billy. Until next week, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Julie. Happy VD, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website, 
or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.